Welcome to Living Water Radio. A variant is something that is different from other forms of the same thing. Are you a variant? Can you be a good variant? Today we'll find out. My name is Pastor David Burkettall. My wife, Reverend Sally Welch, is co-producing this podcast. Sally is a United Church of Christ Christian Church Disciples of Christ ordained minister, focusing on ecumenical and interfaith ministry. I served Lutheran Christian congregations in Compton, California, and in San Dimas, California, for over 40 years. Today, maintaining our yard is my gym, and I'm active as a volunteer in the leadership of the more than 100 Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregations in our area. Between the two of us, we have over 80 years of ordained ministry experience. Check out our first Living Water Radio podcast, number zero, Welcome and Introduction, for more information about us and this podcast. We are currently in a phase of the COVID-19 pandemic where variants, or varieties of the disease, are rising and falling. The variants are being given names of the letters in the Greek alphabet. Fun fact, alphabet is a word that comes from the first two letters of the Greek alphabet, alpha and beta. We are currently most concerned about the Delta variant in Southern California. Delta is the fourth letter in the Greek alphabet, though the Lambda variant seems to be appearing on the horizon. Lambda is the 11th letter. A variant is something that is different from other forms of the same thing. Christians are also variants. We are human beings, but we are different from other human beings. Each human being is unique, while at the same time being a human being. It's inescapable. As anthropologist Margaret Mead said, always remember that you are absolutely unique, just like everybody else. Christians' status as variants, however, is based on our being radically different from other forms of the same thing. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 and 10, Peter writes that Christians are a people set apart. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own people, in order that you may proclaim the mighty acts of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Christians live as variants. We live in a state of renewal. That is our natural state in the world. Paul writes to the church at Rome in Romans 12:2, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Nonconformists do well when they break down the glue that holds us together in our time. They do not do well when they declare the inbreaking reign of God while others define freedom as doing whatever they want to make themselves feel good. It's been said by Alan Jones, former dean of Grace Episcopal Cathedral in San Francisco, that we live in an age in which everything is permitted and nothing is forgiven. Could this not be a motto for much of social media? How can we know right and wrong as something other than whatever we think serves our needs without knowing the will of God? How are our minds renewed? It is not something we accomplish as an act of our will. It is not an accident. It is a gift 
that we receive from God in the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit makes us variants to such a degree that we are described as a new creation. Paul writes in his second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 5, verses 16 and 17, From now on, therefore, we regard no one from a human point of view, even though we once knew Christ from a human point of view. We know him no longer in that way. So if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. How do we regard one another, if not from a human point of view? This was the question raised by Nicodemus, a Pharisee who came by night to try to understand who Jesus was. Jesus says in John 3, starting at the third verse, Jesus answered him, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus said to him, How can anyone be born after having grown old? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh, and what is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you a teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? To be born from above or born again means that God makes us new. Variants. As Paul writes in his letter to the Galatians, the third chapter, starting at the 27th verse, As many of you as were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is no longer Jew or Greek. There is no longer slave or free. There is no longer male and female. For all of you are one in Christ Jesus. And if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to the promise. I still see not-of-this-world bumper stickers and decals on cars. Long after the clothing line has gone out of business, its logo is meaningful to some people because the concept that it represents is life-defining. How do we live as God's new creation? How do we live as variants? When Jesus prays for believers on the night before he was crucified, he says in John 17, verses 13 through 19, But now I am coming to you, and I speak these things in the world, so that they may have my joy made complete in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, because they do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. I am not asking you to take them out of the world, but I ask you to protect them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sakes I sanctify myself, so that they also may be sanctified in truth. We are made holy in what is true. 
in the living relationship with the one true living God for which human beings were created. That truth can only come from God, and it is most fully known as truth with a capital T in Jesus Christ. It is a relationship that defines Christians, each of us and all of us. Christians are variants. We are human beings, but we are different from other human beings. We are different from other forms of the same thing. As Paul writes in Galatians chapter 2, beginning at the middle of the 19th verse, I have been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I who live, but it is Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. We live by faith in a living relationship with God because of what God did for us on the cross. We are in the world, but not of the world. We are variants. How can we make this good news viral? How can we be good variants? How can we make our variant status as a new creation, as being born again, something like a clean virus? Only as it has always been done, by faithful witness to what we know, shared from person to person, by bearing a credible witness to the new life of faith that comes through the Holy Spirit, the streams of living water that wells up from within us by the grace of God. You are a variant. We are variants. Let us be viral as variants for Jesus Christ today. Today, let's remember to pray for those who have yet to get the vaccine because they are most at risk to themselves and to others. And let's remember to pray the Lord's Prayer today, the one that Jesus taught us. If you don't know what that is, contact us at therevsdavidandsally at gmail.com or send us a tweet to at David Burkadal and we'll send it to you. Send your prayer requests to the same addresses and we'll include them next time. Send your comments there as well. As always, we encourage you to stay hydrated. Open your heart to receive the living water from the source, God's self, the living presence of the one true living God, the God who gave himself on the cross so that all who believe and are baptized might be restored to the living relationship with God for which we were created. Remember your church. Identify one if you don't already have one. Ask a friend about it or a family member. Google it. Contact the pastor. When you have a church, go to or tune in to the worship services they have available and support your church financially so that it will be there when we come back to fully physically present worship together. Support your pastor and church leaders. Pray for them and help them in any way that you can. If you or a loved one are having thoughts of suicide or are struggling with mental health issues, call somebody. Google a local or national hotline. Reach out. You are not alone. Wear a mask when you're outside your home, practice social distancing, wash or sanitize your hands regularly. Stay at home unless you are providing essential services or need them. Avoid crowds and be outside if you have to be in a crowd. Be kind to everyone you come into contact with, especially those who are sacrificing their security to provide for yours. Thank you for listening to Living Water Radio. We are here for Christians and for the people of the Los Angeles metropolitan area who are looking for a sense of Christian community, a source of hope, and a way to thrive together during this global pandemic. 
We hope you'll tune in next time and invite your friends to do the same. Meanwhile, Sally and I encourage you to open your hearts to receive living water, the presence of the Holy Spirit, and stay hydrated. <laughs>